We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Again, you can always call or text 402-464-5685. The Mike Schaefer Hour is sponsored by Trek CBD 84th and Highway 2 ah. here in Lincoln. Okay, so we were teasing this before the break. And then we will ask Schaefer a recruiting question after that. Regarding, <laughs> I promise we got to get to Arnold Barnes. We're going to, but we teased the basketball thing first. We're going to have Schaefer guess. Poor Arnold Barnes. Here, here is, again, here is the recap of this. Get okay. preempted for basketball. Here we go, Jake. Yeah, I lost my... I got it. Okay. SI.com did a ranking of all 363 men's teams in Division One basketball. Okay? I would like you, Schaefer... I got to guess. guess. To guess okay. where Nebraska... And here's, again, the preface is that SIP believes Nebraska is overrated... A little yeah, overrated. ...in their ranking. Where do you believe, out of 363 teams in Division One basketball... SI.com places Nebraska. 241. <laughs> Ooh, backs my notion. Real okay. strongly backs Listen, my I notion. I got to admit, I was surprised by this because the, the, the premise I saw is that it, Nebraska is only ahead of three Power Five teams. They're ahead of Oregon State, Georgia Tech, and California. Nebraska, Cal- that's it. California. Cal. Cal, Berkeley. Cal, whatever. Yeah. Okay, Nebraska's at 138. That is way too. You want to see the company? Here's the company. Schaefer and me are on the Here's same Here's the page. company they're with per SI.com. I'm going to go four above them and four below. Okay, four above them: Oral Roberts, College of Charleston, Princeton, Missouri State, Nebraska. Okay. Samford, not Stanford, but Samford, Ooh. who's beaten Nebraska before. Yeah. Penn, hmm? Pepperdine, hmm? Long Beach State, Indiana State. That's kind of the teams around you right now. Yeah, I would imagine uh, if Nebraska played those eight teams, like they'll probably go two and six or three oh, and five, boy. right? They're not good. Like I don't want to talk about them like they're good. I don't want to pretend like they're good. The season starts on Monday, and I have no excitement or enthusiasm for them. I have season tickets. I'll be there. Isn't okay. it sad? Okay, that's but, good. That's good. I mean, I'm I'm good. tired of Project Rebuild every year, mm-hmm. I, and. This is a huge. I hope I'm completely wrong. I hope people can listen to this and then take this segment and throw it in my face in March. You'd be happy. Yeah, Yeah, I'm glad I was wrong. This is this is not only player rebuild. This is mindset rebuild. This is style rebuild. Like it's just, I don't know. This is what happens when you were careless for four years of assembling a roster and putting pieces together that don't work and. Have being generally indifferent. To it, now, you know? here's the thing: they, I do, I do think they'll be better chemistry wise. Sure, I, I think you'll I see mean, a team I, with good I chemistry. Get that. Yeah, but someone has to put the damn basket, or the ball in the basket, right. and they can't. Mm-hmm. Look, they can't do it from afar. They can't do it up close. Yeah, I genuinely wondered on our podcast, on the Husker twenty four seven podcast, if there would be a time where they would score less than Nebraska scored against Purdue in a football game. Ooh. Which was 37. 37. Like, they go play like a good, a good defensive team in the Big Ten. I could see him putting up 30. Oh, now points. that's a little rash. <laughs> Why is that Dude, rash? We've I seen that with Don Sather's team before. strategy is to play games in the 60s and the 50s. Mm-hmm. If they can't score and, you know, for whatever reason, 
Purdue or Michigan or Indiana or any of these teams that can put a clamps down on them. Purdue Do- will play fast. Doc so Sadler's score team scored in the 30s, I think, twice. Miles mm-hmm. had a couple of times he scored 42 points okay. total. In I'm the still game. going with Rash. Greg Garden, Wisconsin, decides to rock fight you. Yeah, yeah they, good luck getting to 40. 54-37. Yeah, I'm so. not saying that they're getting blown out mm-hmm. and it's, it's you know, Doc Sadler versus Kansas and it's 96-39 or yeah. whatever. But, you know, <laughs> could I see them losing a 54-36 game? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they're just they're, – they're not – well – built to score a lot of points look, look at their their I, exhibition i'm, I'm excited for sam greitzel i hope it goes well i yeah. think that's a really cool story yeah but the jump from the summit to the big 10 is huge right you, you're counting on juan gary coming who was from good and yeah. yeah and bandamel um, you hope that cj wilcher can give you something uh you're you, a lot you're you're, you're hoping that hoping a lot. that tomanaga can be an off the bench scorer at mm-hmm. times but I just don't – and look, maybe it's the opposite of last year where basically we were all determining where the NCAA sites were after the Colorado exhibition. And then they played Western Illinois, and 15 minutes into that game, you realize that what it's you saw was bad. a mirage. It's going to be bad. So, I mean, maybe they're going to come blow the doors off of you, Maine. You go back to easy basket. I mean, Nebraska was 3 for 10 at the free throw line against Colorado. Yeah, that's, three that's for trouble. 10. That's trouble. Six for, throws. Six, six for 26 from the three-point three line. Yeah. Yeah. Three for ten from the line. Yeah. I don't know where the points are going to come from. I don't I really don't. I hope well, that's why Fred. I think that's why Fred's saying we got clamped down on defense and rebound. Which you know, hopefully. But do. I also saw that article out by the Athletic that said that Fred Hoiberg is easily, by most people's accounts, the most likely to get fired first this basketball season during the in, season. In college, yes. I don't think it'll happen during the season, barring some sort of scandal. <laughs> what if they, What if they lost? <laughs> to be honest, I I would imagine that's that, scandalous. Yeah, if it, a, if, a loss to Maine would be scandalous. I mean, they lost to Western Illinois. Yeah, I'm just saying. They but, lost to UC Riverside okay, or UC a, Irvine. A loss to or, Omaha, UNO, would uh, be scandalous for this Who did Gervais Green hit a three against to send it to overtime, and they lost anyways in November? Southern, maybe? Um, no, I got I mean, you. They, they have some horrendous losses. That's why it's funny to me. They're in the 140s or whatever that 138. Was. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. And I, I know I'm gonna get hammered by both of you. I was talking to a Creighton fan last night. Baylor Shireman. They're saying like Baylor Shireman is gonna be one of the best players in the country. Well, he was last year. He's really good. Why wouldn't he? It's be? the same yeah. kind of deal where the jump. This this jump from the summit is gonna be big. But with Baylor Shireman, you're talking about a guy that was regarded as a potential NBA player. He usually goes so, one of the best transfer portal players ever. The the view ever. of like the view of what he is versus Sam Grisell and they battle against each other. Yeah. Uh it's totally different. Yeah. Now they're both talented. Um and he's still got to make that adjustment, but yeah, crazy. It, it it just go back to what we started. It, it's really sad that I think we all agree that they're overrated at number 138. In well, the Schaefer country. clearly thought that. Well, We're said, on the same said, page, yes, 241. 241 yeah. Yes. Yeah, when you told I me. I don't know how I can put them over 240 other basketball teams at this point. And yet, they sold 12,000 season tickets, Nebraska. They were desperate for winners. And Nebraska fans, like, it's a beautiful arena. People around here like basketball. I mean, it doesn't really take a ton to get people excited about the basketball. No, it doesn't. Game. They need to hover around 500, uh-huh. upset a couple teams. Uh-huh. I mean, Doc Sadler lived off of this for however many years and kind of a average to bad Big 12 at times. Right. Like you, It's not a tough formula to have an interesting basketball program every year. And they have taken 
what was a really exciting head coach, and it has just plummeted to the depths of basketball hell. Like, that's where they're in. Kind of has. And I don't really it know has. how they get out. It's not pleasant. I hope people are not totally turned off. I'm not excited to talk about this. No, I know. I know like, you're not. not. Not basketball, but talk about it, the program in this way. No, I know. It's, but you're I being care real. a lot about Nebraska Yeah, I know you do. You're a season ticket holder. Sip knows I care a lot, too. Yeah. I just can't go to the game. Yeah, I think it should be emphasized. Schaefer's a... <laughs> I, te- I told you, no. I can't. Like, it, it pains me. It this product well, yeah. pains me. Oh, right? I've watched you. I've watched. I it had happen. like a protest last me, year where I was like, I'm me. not going to any more games. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I, I didn't this. go to one after the Creighton game. I said I can't yeah. do it. I said no. Nope. I went to several after. Uh, yeah, I mean, remember, Sip has watched me die inside. Yeah, this remember, he, there was a time he was firing off Hoiberg tweet, yeah. and now it's that. Well, if we can have one <laughs> thing discussed here on this show that we can all agree on. It is that Jake is no longer allowed to request statues being built of anyone or anything until there's an accomplishment meriting a statue. My statues are curses. Yeah. And they're cursed. Because you called for... Bill Moose, Fred Hoiberg statues. (laughs) How... Has that gone so far? Good thing there's not can, a frost statue. Good, at some no, point? I don't, I don't think, think he fr- ever. No, yet. I never built a frost statue. Okay, all right. It's just Bill Moose and Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, you never. Yeah, you, I had visions of Fred Hoiberg cutting down the first net of, the, of a tournament win and, and having that being a net, the statue. Yeah, yeah. Well, cutting. Oh, no, that was your vision. No, of, of Fred Hoiberg cutting down yeah. the net. Uh, on a ladder. Yes, that'd be the statue outside the, the arena. The thing that annoys Disheveled. me is that I can watch games and I can see that in-game he can make some pretty smart adjustments and good coaching moves For sure. and put Nebraska in position to be competitive. But it's the whole building of the roster That's it. that he just That's sort it. of removed himself from. He, he, he put it in Abdul Masi's hands. And it was a, a giant failure. Right. There's no way to call it anything but that. No, there's no doubt in my mind that Fred's a good basketball coach. And there's no doubt in my mind he gets his teams well prepared. It's the players. He doesn't have the players. Yeah, he does prepare cool. them at a high level. There's no doubt in my mind about. It. I've heard it. I, I've I've heard it from people that know. Fred it's prepares not his the, teams. It's not even the just having the players. They don't even have like. It's like if you decide you're gonna make a recipe. They're just, like, pulling random ingredients off of different parts of the cupboard. Like, we're going to put some ginger with the chicken here, mm-hmm. and there's going to be some Cajun powder, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, random black olives are getting thrown in. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, a bunch of stuff thrown into a pot, shoved into an oven, mm-hmm. and just hope that it comes out and tastes okay. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see it Monday, 7 o'clock against Maine. We'll see how that product looks like. Mm. You know, the maybe they'll surprise. Yeah. Maybe I they'll hope surprise. so. Like yeah. I hope people get to be like, we always knew you were an idiot. This really just confirms it. <laughs> on, on that note, this, this is a a interesting text, somewhat painful but mostly funny. Okay, Bird in Columbus. Bird, our friend. This. He says it's actually refreshing, just knowing they will suck. No Kool Aid at all this year. <laughs> Don't drink yeah. any Kool Aid. Have you? Have you? Have you? Have you encountered any Kool Aid? No, I haven't no. either. No. I mean, I, last year there was. Sure. There I, was a lot of Kool-Aid last year. Well, a group Bryce of friends that really care about basketball and no one wants to talk about Remember the discussion, remember year, the discussion last year going in that this is the most talented team Nebraska's had since Tony Farmer? and yeah. oh, that, that was a real discussion. That was a real discussion. 
Now, I didn't buy into it. No. I was like, no, I don't know. What, what, what are we talking about here? It's the most talented team that Nebraska's had since their NCAA tournament teams. Look at this, look at this array of talent. I was like, whoa, whoa, we're in a different. We were wrong. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't wrong. Well, they were wrong. They so were wrong. They yeah, were I was not wrong. I don't wrong. think that I was trying to convince you of that. No, you weren't. I hope not. No, you weren't. If I was, I'd slap myself. I, in the past. No, you weren't. I think you were a little more open-minded to it than I was, but not. You weren't going too far. All down right. That before road. we get to the game show, we we got to get to Arnold Barnes. Arnold Barnes is a running back from New Orleans who committed to Nebraska on Tuesday. Sure did. Chose Nebraska over Tulane in Iowa. Yep, it's a Mickey guy. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a New Orleans, he's a New Orleans guy. Uh, certainly, I would imagine that if anyone's going to have some intel on players in that city, it's going to be Mickey Joseph, and he's going to know where to go for it. What fascinates me, and we're talking about a multi-year starter in high school, this isn't someone that just kind of like popped up out of nowhere. This is a guy that is well-known in the New Orleans area. He was committed to Tulane. Uh, who, you know, Willie Fritz does a nice job of, of finding guys and developing players and winning games. And so I I think that that should give people some uh, some excitement there. I mean, this isn't just some person that was, you know, found to fill a spot. Like, I think they legitimately like him. And I think he would compliment, you know, an A.J. Allen pretty well. He strikes me as he could be sort of an interesting third down kind of running back. I don't know that I look at him and look that he's just going to get, you know, 250 carries in a season kind frame. of frame how big he's, he's, he's big dude what, five eight two twenty five yeah or, yeah, or it depends where you see yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's a thick he's, he's thick, thick. Yeah. like you know seeing him before the the indiana game the the kind of the big takeaway is he's he's almost kind of stocky as a running back and you know when you you've seen guys like that he's maybe not the fastest straight line speed but he he does a really nice job avoiding taking big hits he he runs really well i mean he's put up some huge games against some of the best teams that they've played, including a near 400-yard six-touchdown game. Like, I I think he's a pretty interesting guy, and this doesn't strike me as, like, a reach, but it's also not someone that I think you're looking at and saying, oh, wow, he's a three-year starter. I think he's just a really nice depth running back uh, for Nebraska and could be a good complementary piece with with a guy like A.J. Allen, who I think is the future of that room. Oh, yeah. I I mean, the biggest running back recruit Nebraska can get Mm -hmm. in 2023 – is keeping A.J. Allen on the roster. Yep, I, yeah, hope he sticks around. It's the key. Like, that's, you know, with all the respect to, to Arnold Barnes, it would be a bigger deal just to get A.J. Allen. To A.J. The- Allen, I thought that as the season went on, I thought he started to look on the level of Grant. Oh, yeah. Anthony Grant. I didn't I, think there was a big difference at all. I think, you know, it's it's a little bit of an unsung loss for them this year is that you could have really kind of, ying and yang that a little bit you know oh yeah if it's not working for grant you can go because they had a little bit different styles like AJ Allen, i feel like you can get more between the tackles Mm -hmm. and you know if you needed more short yardage but he he had burst he could run away from people if he needed to um definitely more of a glider than than anthony grant grant right now i just wish anthony grant would turn shoulders square to the 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 end zone and go north south a little bit Uh, he might be to west recently yeah yeah. yeah. he has been Let's play the game. She'll give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Another good week so far, Schaefer. Two and one for for Sip trying to claim another winning week with you today. Of course, our theme has been recently the Thursday night football game, so we'll keep with that. Uh, Eagles and Texans are the game tonight. Eagles and, Eagles and Texans all-time leaders is our oh, trivia God. today. Wow. How long, how long have the Texans been around? Since 2002. Ooh. I yeah. know. 
Yeah, so there's just the Texans. Just Texans, yeah. Okay. Texans, Texans and Eagles. Trip. All right, well, that eliminates a lot of players. If you think you know your Texans and Eagles all-time leaders, 464-5685, shut up, simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the date down, Sip and Trivia. How do you guys, Sip and Schaefer, feel about Eagles and Texans all-time leaders? I know a few names for the Texans. I won't say them. Um, I definitely feel more comfortable about the Eagles. All right, that's good because I feel pretty good about the Texans. Okay, that's good. Given that their entire history is after I turned, what, like 18? Something like that. Yeah. Okay, if you can hear us, you're playing the game show. Who do we have today? Hey, Jake, it's Graham. Graham. All right, Graham. How do Graham. you feel about Eagles and Texans <laughs> trivia today? You've ruined that name. Does it, does it include the Oilers? We no. include the Oilers? No Oilers. Or just or nope, just the Texans when they were born in 2002. <laughs> when they were born. All right, All right Graham is going to play today. All right, uh, Schaefer, lifeline for one question. As always, Graham, here we go. First question goes to you. Who has the most passing yards in Texans history with 23,221 yards? I think I would have that. Matt Schaub. Ooh, I did not know that. You yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It is Matt Schaub. Oh. Matt Schaub actually by quite a bit. Yep. By like seven or 8,000 over Ooh, Deshaun scary. Watson. I was very confident. You had a good, good, what, seven-year run with them? Or Something like that. Six-year run. He was good. All right, 1-0 lead for Graham. Sip, first question. Use Schaefer wisely. Who has the most rushing yards in Eagles history with 6,792 yards? Little guy. Do you know this? I have a guess. I don't have... Is he a little guy? If, if we're thinking of the same person, yeah. This is a guess, and what percent are you on this guess? 60? A little higher than that. Go. You want me to do it? Yes. Deuce Staley? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's okay. I, 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 right. I called the so play. Schaefer is out. I called for the onside kick. It's Question's my... incorrect. Answer's incorrect. Uh, Graham, do you want that one or you want to pass? The only guy I can think of would be LaShawn McCoy, but I don't know if he's there long enough. So are you going to take that or not? Is that your guess? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, yeah look, um, oh, he went for it, and he got it. The steal. So Schaefer, I was thinking Westbrook, by the way. Westbrook was third. Yeah, Brian, I knew it wasn't Westbrook because he, he didn't have a long enough peak. Westbrook I didn't third. think of LaShawn McCoy at all. There's some guy from the 70s or 80s that's number two. I don't okay. know, I know who Stale. that was. Right, State is not even in the top three. All right, Graham, for the 3-0 resounding sweep, Jeez. last question. Who has the most sacks in Eagles history with 124? Uh-oh, uh, this has got to be someone from the 80s. Which is not... There's no way it's right, but I'm going to go Fletcher Cox. Okay, you guys have to go for this. There's only one name. I, I mean, this is, this is, there's only one, right? It's got to be Reggie White. No, 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 no. Reggie White is yeah. correct. All right, so it's All right, still we're a back. Game. Come on, Schaefer. Oh, yeah. Still in it. Oh, yeah, Schaefer's out, though. Yeah, Schaefer's out. This is on okay. you. All right. All right, Sip, you're on your own here. Okay. To tie it up and force a tiebreaker. Last question. 
Who has the most rushing yards in Texans I history? That with 6,472 yards to force the tiebreaker. Chris Johnson. Shaper, who is that? Is it Arian Foster? It is Arian Foster, but you were already. Gotta be Arian Foster. Arian Foster is correct. Graham, congrats. We're getting you bagels. Thanks for calling in and call in down the road, Graham. I'm good. Thanks, Dick. Yeah, good job, Graham. Graham So now we have a big Friday. No, that's okay. No, you're fine. I projected too much confidence on an answer that wasn't even in the top three. You're fine on that, Schaefer. You got Reggie White, though. Yeah. No, now that, that, put, that puts a lot of pressure on Friday. That's what today means to me. Two and two. By, by the way, regarding this game tonight, how often do you see a line in the NFL? It's a 14-point favorite. Eagles are a 14-point favorite at the Texans. Mm. I the have road. seen a team lose a game that was a three-score favorite in the NFL okay. in person <laughs> when I went and watched. <laughs> oh, yes, the, Bills. the Minnesota Vikings lose to the Buffalo Bills, and that's when I realized that Josh Allen was going to be a problem for other people. Just watching him run away from linebackers and safeties so fast. That was, that was, was week one or week two? Of uh, no, that was week oh. two or week – no, week three. Of the season uh, 2018. You saw that Because game. I went – it, Nebraska played at Michigan. I went and visited a friend, flew in on Saturday morning, got in before the game. We went and watched that game, and I thought to myself, man, that was a bad performance. I hope that doesn't happen the next day. And then I went and watched the Vikings just <sighs> yep, stink. Well, that's too bad, Schaefer. So it, it can't happen. <laughs> you I don't, sound crushed, Jake. I don't think the Eagles will uh, – <laughs> I, I don't think the Eagles will have that problem tonight because I think you the don't. Texans are real bad. Yeah, they are. I mean, the, the Texans' defense has been actually respectable. Right. Respect. But Davis Mills has dropped off a level. Yeah, for being the guy that people are like, oh, this might actually be the best quarterback from that class. I don't think no, so. No, I think, he has I think we can determine that Davis Mills' takes are wrong. Yeah. Was he he was twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? He was part of the twenty twenty one group, right? So which has been an underwhelming class so yeah. far. Trevor Lawrence. Well, yeah, so that's like the Trevor Lawrence Jack Wilson. Fields. Yep. Not been very again. It's Mac it's Jones. early. It's early for those guys, but they haven't really been that good yet. Yeah, I mean, everyone was burying Tua, and it turns out that you get well, the right coach. And, well, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, that's true. It, we have a tendency anymore in society that if someone doesn't flash within the first year, that they're terrible and it's a waste of a draft pick and blah blah. And blah. now Tua is on fire and a great quarterback and. Now we say, what was Brian Flores doing by burying him on the depth chart or not giving him a chance? Whatever. Well, he was a starter for Flores. Well, but he wanted – he liked Brissett more than him last year, to be Jacoby. fair. Jacoby Brissett Jacoby was, just destroyed the Bengals. Well, Jacoby Brissett was 0-5 in his starts in Miami. Yeah, you – Jacoby Brissett or Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, God. Yeah, who is it? Uh, Brissett's better than Bridgewater. Yeah. I don't know if I agree. Brissett can at least shake off a sack. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's, he's a big, he's a he's big dude. He's hard to bring down than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Brissett, I'm Bridgewater shocked. Bridgewater spins out. into sacks all the time. Does he? I mean, I saw in the Vikings game, him spin, him spin into well, three sacks. Yeah, I know. You're the right. Teddy Bridgewater I know just takes teams to the playoffs. <laughs> that Teddy Bridgewater is long gone now. Well, maybe for you, but in my memory, he lives forever. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Uh, before let's go, Schaefer, um, your thoughts. Nebraska is a 16-point dog Saturday. Do they cover? Is it interesting or not? I don't know how interesting it'll be. It feels like a 21 to 10 kind of game for for Minnesota. I mean, I I don't think they're going to do anything flashy. I don't think they're going to put the ball in harm's way at all. It's going to be a lot of handoffs to 
to Ibrahim, who P.J. Fleck plans on getting as many carries out of before he definitely does not have a professional career. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) And big swipe. I I don't mean anything against – like, he's just not going to have any tread left on the tie. Like, an NFL team isn't going to want a guy that has, like – what, nearly 2,000 He's a six-year guy, right? He's, I think, I think it is yeah, he's a six-year guy. So, um, it's just a lot of miles. It's a lot and of it's, miles. And maybe he knows that, and they know that. And this is a, you know, I think that's the Chase Brown thing. I don't think he harbors any grand plans to be a great NFL running back. Well, Ibrahim says his life is basically this. I try to get better. I, f- I try to feel a little better each day during the week so I'm ready on Saturday. Yeah, that's rough. Schaefer, it's been fun. Thank you. We'll see you next Thursday. Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports. The spillover is next on an early break in the ticket.